Mushrooms still grow organically. Right. Thank you. You know what's crazy? I think I actually saw some psilocybin growing in my front yard a few weeks ago, and I think I neglected I would definitely to pop it out of the ground. Google before testing. Uh, yeah, it squeeze it, and if it bruises blue, apparently it's cool. I don't know if that's actually going to air, but if it does, that's good information to have. Squeeze it, and what? I love the helmet. If it bruises <laughs> blue. We'll see what happened. <laughs> we'll see what happened if, if you if you touch the base of the mushroom. It's kinda like a cock. If you if you touch the base of it really hot, it'll turn blue. Hello. Lars, that's a little more than we wanted to know. Is that part of the load era? Maybe that's where that comes from. With the eyeliner. Was that the Metallica eyeliner? That was the era. eyeliner era. Maybe that was the experiment. It was a different time. I will not what, judge. What would you do? I know this is all tangentially related since we were talking about Technically, we're not talking about Metallica today, but but think about that. If you're already the biggest band in the world, it's like, what the fuck else are you going to do? Enjoy your life and don't be held down by your restrictions. Go out. Well, they could have retired. Party your balls off. They could have, but it's like, fuck it. They're still jamming. Anyway, welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. Are we live, Jimmy? Not even. Are we rolling? You see the red light? We're rolling. Not even. Not even. We have the Billiam. What's up? We have the Russell. Hey, hey. And we have the Wheeler. Wheeler. Hey! Today we'll so, be doing um, Mr. Yes. Tony. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? Three Fingers. Tony Three Fingers. Tony Three Fingers. No, Mr. Oh. Yeah, what's his name? Hold on. Fuck. Fuck. I can't Fuck. remember. Fuck, what's his name? Um, not Tony Iommi. Oh, uh. Totally I owe me. Totally. It's fucking totally I owe me. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody. It's fucking totally I owe me. Today we're talking about my uh, my second album. It's called fucking Paranoid. <laughs> it came out back in nineteen seventy. It was a fucking good record. I enjoyed doing it with my man Ozzy. It's alright. The fingers were a little fucked up, but it was still a good record. Uh, totally, thank you for that. We'll we'll come back to you later in the show. Yeah, today we're talking about the number two th- <laughs> Black Sabbath album, The Paranoid. The Paranoid. Probably the most well-known Black Sabbath album. Sure. I don't want to say criminally so, but it's some, because some stuff's been played a lot. Like most people are familiar with side one of Paranoid. Yeah. Basically from rock radio. And a a few episodes back, we did some deep cuts from Black Sabbath. And of course we included some of those from the Paranoid album on that episode. You can check that episode out at metalnerdery.com slash episodes. Slash podcast. Slash podcast. Yeah, Matt, get it right. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so today it is October and it's a gloomy, cloudy, dark kind of day. It's the kind of day where you can just imagine suicide paneling and shag carpeting and black lights and black Red. light posters. Red shag carpeting. And a shit load of relaxers so get your relaxer and join us join you see what happened is you need to get your favorite relaxer and like you know take your favorite relaxer and and listen you know listen to the the dive the paranoid dive is gonna be really awesome thanks laryngitis sorry it's lawrence for short y'all didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Laryngitis is his long name. He doesn't like to talk about it. I know he kind of, I think it's kind of part of his Denmarkian heritage. I think he kind of keeps it under wraps. But 
It's a weird backshadowing reference to the fact that For Whom the Bell Tolls is referenced at the end of this album. Anyway, <laughs> so we're moving on. That was an on-mic burp. So what about this album cover? Holy shit. When I was when I first saw this, I did not know what the fuck was going I on. I thought it... I had no idea. Right. I like the block lettering because it just makes it ultra creepy with the background and the black and the woods. It's like, okay, this dude's tweaking out on fucking LSD. He's it's a fairy wearing boots. Out. Am I not right? It was supposed to be something else. Oh, and but that's what, that's how I took that. it yeah. when I look at it. Right. It's it's probably, I don't know, I think this might be one of the weirdest album covers in all of rock and metal because I'm sure there's <laughs> lore and there's stories about it. If you really look at it, though, it, they got one of their friends to dress up like, uh, hey man, you want to take a bunch of coke and acid and take a picture with us? Okay, right. sure. Yeah, they got him with a shield and a sword and a yellow shirt and pink pants. In and the woods Purple at underwear. Night. Yeah. I mean, look at that. That's like, that. when I first saw this album cover, I thought it was one of the creepiest album covers I'd ever seen. Because it just looks like some dude tweaked out on drugs out in the middle of the woods. From five feet away is creepy. But if you really get up on it and look at it, it's kind of comedic. It's, it's kind of funny in yeah. a way. Yeah. It is a little, but those block letters look like a... a four-year-old serial killer right. put this thing together no i agree twisted but i'm telling you when you look at the song the track listings and you look at that album cover i see a fairy wearing boots i could see that yeah that's that's where i took it that was my imagination I thought there I was a story about the cover and it was like it had nothing to do with it wow that's a lot of letters <laughs> <laughs> Far out, man. <laughs> this message brought Far to you out. by drugs and alcoholism. Thank you. Yeah, apparently the al- so they're saying the album was originally titled War Pigs. Yes, but of yeah. course the label was like, no, nah, it doesn't work. Yeah, of course, a little too political. No, our handlers won't allow it. Sorry, you have to change it. And for the record, this album came out three years before I was even a spark in my daddy's eye. Right. So it's possible this album might have influenced your dad's balls. Could be. Maybe. Could be. It could have. Doubt it. It's possible. He was way into Credence Crew of Water Revival at this time. Dude, everybody does acid at some point. It's possible that it was this point. Title and artwork. Who wants to read it? Oh, God. If we read the whole thing, I think everybody will fall asleep. No, (laughs) No. Negative. Wait a minute, somebody was saying they were on acetate? Is that a drug? What is that like? Oh, it's like meth for like 2020. It's like the new version of meth. Acetate. Oh my god. Isn't that kind of like a... It's like ether or something? So Uh, shit they blow. uh, I don't know. The reason reason why the cover came in is because Uh, they thought it was originally going to be called War Pigs. Right. So he was dressed up and... Kind of piggish. Yeah. War in terms of old school war, where they used to slice you to death with swords instead right. of using bombs from thousands they would of miles stand away. In lines and yeah, back when you actually had to have a set of fucking balls to actually go to war instead of just launching shit remotely. It, it, it was like, it was war where you had to go into the office. You couldn't work from home war. That's the kind of war we have now. This was actually where you had to go into the office war. <laughs> <laughs> it came out on September 18th, 1970. Sorry, I was having a bitchy moment about, you know. So it just passed. Yeah. It just oh, passed. that was uh, my wedding anniversary, by 50, the way. 50 years. 50, yeah. Oh, fuck, 50 years? So 50 half years. a century. Yes. Half a century of heavy metal. Half a century of. That's right. The Black Sabbath. The Black Sabbath, yeah. paranoid. And. Album lasts 41. 
minutes and 51 seconds. It was on the Vertigo label. And the producer I've never heard of in my life. Roger Bain. Cool name, though. That man is a blessing because Gosh. he did the first one as well. I think he might have done the first well, one. Well, he put, yeah, he did. He put the bells. He uh, Black Sabbath went in yeah. and recorded their first album. And then uh, when they first heard it, they were like, who the fuck put those bells in there? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Right. <laughs> that and was that Roger Bain. It is a blessing for yeah. that. So thank you for that. Yeah. All they right. did it quick too, yeah, because they came out with you know. Remember the first album, the first Black Sabbath came out on Friday, February thirteenth, nineteen seventy or seventy. I thought it so was that was just a few yeah. months before. So they were already kind of riding the wave of that success, and it's like fuck it, let's go back into the into the studio. Well, back in the good old days, people fucking recorded. Yeah, they didn't screw around. It was like, hey, you can do a whole album in eight hours. All right, yeah, right on. Well, they had the right attitude. They wanted to record. They wanted to put their they're art musicians. On they wanted to jam. Yeah. That's yeah. where all. That's where most of their songs came from. Yeah. People jamming. love playing live, but yeah. you know. And if you ever listen to like like past lives, like listen to the Wicked World on past lives. Oh yeah, because that's got like four or five little mini jams inside of it. It's like fifteen or twenty minutes long, but it's fucking awesome because it's just all. Yes. It's like four or five different songs, just all included in the jam. But anyway, sorry tangent. Most of the songs evolved during onstage jam sessions. Improvisationals. Good stuff. Oh, wow. I As, didn't realize that. I wanted to write a song called Walpurgis. You know, the night. satanic version of Christmas. Which sounds weird, because I think it's called Witch's Night, but satanic version of Christmas sounds even funnier. But those who are real Satanists... That's when Satan comes to your house and leaves you fucking sulfur, isn't it? And the record company said, no, we're not going to call it that. That's too satanic. (laughs) Whoa. Bunch of pussies. (laughs) Don't deny the power of Walpurgis. Well, think about that, because when you hear that, it almost sounds like something you do when you throw up, doesn't it? Oh, man, I have way too much Jaeger. Walpurgis! (laughs) (laughs) No, God, that's (laughs) not That sounded like Street Fighter. One of the guys was like, Hardokin! Wall purchase! Same thing. Anyway, sorry. On that note, I digest. You digest. <laughs> well played. I see what you did there. Yeah, Wall purchase would have been weird. War Pigs definitely would have fit the time because that was kind of coming off the hangover that was Vietnam. I got to say something about War Pigs. Probably one of the most covered songs of all time. And Black Sabbath for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard so many good versions of it. If you think oh, about man. it, Sacred Reich, Sacred Reich. great version Sacred of War Pigs. Sacred Reich version is really cool. Faith and War. Fantastic version of War Pigs. There have been a lot of really, really good covers of that song. And uh, I think it's just a testimony to the song itself, though. Because it, it, le- it lends itself to so many different ways to play it or different versions. Yeah. Because Just the attitude. Right. Though. It's just such a cool song. But imagine how that would have gone over in 1970. In 1970. I mean, in 2050, 2050, 2020. Whoa, that's some foreshadowing. (laughs) Hi, my name's Matt from the future. I'm from 2050, and now I sound like this. (laughs) How did Matt from the future become Selma? so weird. He went through an evolution, (laughs) y'all. Started doing Sunday school every day of the but week. But other songs in them, for instance. But imagine if people heard a song called Walpurgis in 1970. In 2020, people are too stupid to understand what Walpurgis is. I didn't is. know what the fuck Walpurgis was until I, I mean, just read it. And without Google, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. 
the irony is not lost yeah. to me. Maybe Google, it's a, it's a which European is, thing, I don't a British know. thing, where they understood it was evil. I had no fucking right. idea. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm just angry. I hate <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag metal nerdery ASMR. Uh, this album is currently ranked 131 on Rolling Stone's list of 500 grace albums. That's because Rolling Stone's a bunch of fucking Rolling shit Stone? Bags. Fuck you. It that should needs to be, be in the like top 131. No. Yeah, fuck no, Rolling Stone. It should Stone. be number two, and behind it should be number one, which uh, is the first Black Sabbath Rolling album. Stone Thank you. Good night. And shut the Crosby, fuck up. Stills, and Nash dick. I mean, they're all about that fucking hippy dippy bullshit fucking. Uh, it, Rolling which, Stone is like the wrong. participation trophy of ratings. It's they like, are, all right, seriously. whatever. Yeah, you've got it. Everybody looks to Rolling Stone. Don't get me wrong. They have their place in music history, but when it comes to real fucking music... Metal. Uh, they are <laughs> so lost. I mean... Off the grid. Don't even get me on the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fuck those fucking guys. Fucking cunts. Anyway, also, fuck ahead. those guys, too. Yeah. Cunts and quants. Yeah. That's what they are. Uh, quants uh, is like uh, a softer version paranoid of Paranoid, if it's not in the top ten of all-time rock and roll... Top five. It's fucking horseshit. I should say top five. I... Because it's the most played. It's the most recognized. That's basically like their Black Album. That's the one that everybody knows. <laughs> oh, here we go with the <laughs> fucking Black Album again. The fact that I know now that that's going to be like a sore spot. It's like every time, like, God damn it, here he goes again. Uh, every him. time he says Black Album, I'll go, this is like their thriller. <laughs> this was their thriller. This was their pyromania. You can hear what's <laughs> coming behind it. It's like the next sentence is, what a fucking asshole, man. You, you can use that if you want. It's like drop it in. Anyway, so that was definitely one of the biggest, the biggest uh, of Sabbath. Well, I would say the first Black Sabbath song I ever heard was Iron Man. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. for most yeah. folks because that was yeah. like a radio. Well, it was on fucking wrestling, man. Right? Yeah, it was wrestling. on. Uh, what were they? The the um, Road Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Now, fucking Iron on, and Hawk. Animal. Sorry, and we're peeking out there, Russell. I wanted to correct you. We're in the South. It's called wrestling down wrestling. here with the A. Wrestling. Well, you either had wrestling or pro wrestling, and it was on pro wrestling, wrestling and was it was it? Uh, the the tag team champions. I don't think they were Road Warriors. The Road Warriors. <laughs> I think they were something that sounds right. The Road I mean, motherfucking warriors. One of them had hawk. a mohawk, and the other one yeah. had like the two, two mohawks. Yeah, it was animal, <laughs> fucking rule. It was, it was animal ass. and hawk. The How road the warriors. Fuck do you have two and mohawks. God damn it! Don't worry about it. Oh, you're, making, oh, you're, you're making me Google. You're making me Google. I got it right here. Two mohawks. The road <laughs> tag team. Tag team. After that, Good. yeah, I do. Tag team. There they are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to see a double fucking mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Matt. <laughs> Look at we those like. guys out there. Yeah. Images. Oh, yeah. If they would come out. Yes. <laughs> God, they were shit. awesome. They were the shit. Oh, I can't even imagine. Double what mohawk. What in the holy fuck? Or that's a reverse mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, there's nothing on the sides. I don't think there's enough drugs to get me to do Those that. Those guys were huge. God, they were and, awesome. Wow. They came out to Iron Man. So and they on. came out to Iron yeah, Man. That's pretty cool. And they would fuck some shit up, dude. They were. Yeah, those guys. Are, I wouldn't want to fuck with those guys. Oh no, they look insane. Jesus, completely insane. And that that, that was probably pre-steroid wrestling. They were they were just big naturally, and ugly and mean. <laughs> yeah, naturally big dudes. That was before the pretty like the Rock. You know, would always the Rock. Yeah. Do you smell? Oh yeah. What the rock is cooking? What he's cooking? Yeah. Anyway, I digest. Anyway, 
How about we get into the trackuses? Well, hold on, Matt. Damn. God, Matt. Jeez, we're going to talk about it in a minute. Jeez, God. Oh, my God. Album dive. You're so shallow. But anyway, that was a good reference. That's probably the first time I heard Black Sabbath. Seriously, because I was a little kid. Yeah. 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 And, uh, me too. Definitely we used to watch radio. that all the time. And, and, and as big of an Ozzy fan I was, when I first heard Ozzy, I did not know who Black Sabbath was because I was fucking nine or ten years Same old here. and heard Crazy Train and Flying High again. Right. And then a few years later, as I dived into music, realized who Black oh, Sabbath was. Yeah. Oh, that was the guy. Yeah. Connecting yeah. the dots. Yeah. Connecting the dots. Right, right, right. Uh-oh. Ooh, Suicide. Naturally, in the early 1970s, an American nurse committed suicide, and the paranoid album was found on her turntable. Oh, yeah, it was all their fault. Because I'm sure the devil put in his backward masking in there to to tell her to do something. Honestly, I heard that the lead engineer at Chernobyl was listening to Paranoid whenever he blew the whole fucking place up. Really? Yeah, it was... No. Oh. (laughs) You know what? That could be some credit. That that could be like Ozzy's... uh, I don't know. Is, is it bad? I'm to say just kind of trying to make a point. Yes, <laughs> it was all their fault. Yeah, because apparently heavy metal is that evil, right? So, Kerrang! Number thirty-nine on the list of one hundred greatest heavy metal albums of all time. Okay, Kerrang! Can suck my dick too. It's about thirty-seven too low. It needs to be number two, and number one is going to be the first Black Sabbath album. So, uh, next, <clears throat> I like Paranoid better. Am Paranoid is punchier, I think. Don't you think? Because in the production department, it's got a little more balls and attack, like in the drums and the guitar. There's a little more intensity with Paranoid, even than the first one. What What I like about it is they're all different. Right. They're the all 100% the songs. Yeah. The album. The, the albums. The albums. Yeah. 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 Those first six, they're all completely different. You're right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Which is, it, which is rare. And, and cool. Yeah. Because uh, back to... Um, the Van Halen we were talking about earlier, or on another episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> that every album was different, you know, and that's what made them special. That's what made Sabbath special, yep. you know. It was it's like, an artist representation at that point in time. It's right. like this is where we are, and this is what we're doing. That one to me was just like a like a punchier, more intense version in a way of the first one because the first one was darker. And it had that kind of loose feel to it, but this yeah. one seemed to have a little more kind of pop in the jaw, if you will. Right. Like attack and the drums and the guitar and just the intensity of it. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's like focus. Yeah. A little more songsmanship, if yeah. that's a word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that is a word. Songsmanship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Lots of good charting. Wow. Number one in, in the Dutch albums, top 100 albums. And the UK. Was this during in, the time? In yeah, 1970. The time wow, that's impressive. Well, they were touring like a Well, they already had the first then. album out that kind of broke the ground. Yeah. 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 So that was like, let's see, what, seven months prior? This came out in September. The first well, one came out Everyone hated the first album when it came out. All the critics like shit on it. Yeah, and then you know what critics are good for? Nothing. Right. But the point is, it took them a year to come around and people realize, okay, the fucking mamas and the papas are gone. Right. This is what this we got now. Wave, this is our basically. new way. Yeah. It was yeah. like, we'll see what happened. It's basically, it was like pre Noabum, Noabum. Thanks, Lars. I know that was kind of a lot to say. But. The angel, which a big part of the scene. Well, technically, I guess he's right. Pre Noabum, Noabum, because that yeah. was sort of the new wave of what was coming. 
Number 12 in 1971 on U.S. Billboard 200. That's pretty fucking impressive. That's strong. That's cracking the top 25 or top 20 even. That's like, uh, who were their competition? Fucking Fleetwood Mac and, yeah. Yeah, Um, they were were the best. Zeppelin. Four times platinum in the U.S. Damn. Four. Four. You are number six. Well, that's that's four million records. Four million. That's quite a bit. It's fairly strong. I'm kind of wondering if there's even four million people that listen to music in this country anymore. Anyone? <sighs> Hello, this is Vince Metal Bane. Send us an email at metalnerdery at gmail.com and tell us what metal you like. I mean, look what else was going on in 1970. Wow. Okay, the Creedence I'm cool with. George Harrison. Cosmos Factory, great. He album. gets a nod. Rush? After the gold rush, Neil Young. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the, ba- the Beatles. I was losing it. Oh, Led Zeppelin up three. Up three. Wow, three. that was a great album. Deep Purple and Rock, that's also quality. Band the Gypsies, Jimi Hendrix, that's Fun very House. quality. Holy the Stooges. Shit. The Who? The Who, that would be. Van Morrison. That was a good year. Pretty fucking good year of music, actually. And of course, the self-titled Black Sabbath. We need a time machine. Morrison's Hotel. If I ever get a time machine, we're going back oh, to 1970. Oh. John Lennon and his horrible human. Adam Hart Mother. That's a cool one. Also very trippy Pink one. Floyd. Yes. Adam yeah. Hart Mother's a really cool one. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, oh, Sid Barrett had an album that year. Yeah. Wow, before he, he, he was, went He decided to take a break from doing LSD, didn't he? Almond Brothers. That was probably a pretty David fucking Bowie. good year of music. Chicago. Chicago. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for trying. That's impressive <laughs> that they made it that high with all that good shit out. I mean, that, that was, was the a time lot of music, yeah. man. I wonder if all the folks CCR. out there that, if you're listening, James email us and tell us James your experiences. James Gaines, that's uh, James Gaines, fucking concerts. Uh, what's his name from the Eagles, right? Uh, Free Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Yep. Yeah, that is correct. Man, that's yes. some Jethro Toll. <laughs> Who beat Metallica in the Grammys for Best Metal Performance <laughs> oh in 1989? That's Don't fucking bullshit. How the fuck did that happen, man? Oh, that's a whole nother episode, Whatever bro. Whatever douchebag did that, yeah, we're going to address that in a future episode. Yeah, Whoever did that, I had you a punching bag in my basement for that fucking episode. absolute douchebag. Anyway, sorry, we deviated, but I couldn't help it. Sitting on a punk bench. Yeah, nothing against Jethro Tull. I love them both, and also Jethro Tull is tangentially connected to Black Sabbath, and don't you fucking forget it. Go back and check out our earlier Black Sabbath episode. Uriah Heep. Uriah, Uriah Heep, Heep was metal. Yeah. Early yeah. metal, yep. Yeah. UFO. Alice Cooper. The Blue Cheer. Iron Butterfly. Lots of good shit that That's year. So fucking great. I would have loved to have been. Can you imagine being art like a teenager in 1970? When all that stuff was coming out, we we would be like we are now, except we'd be like in our what seventies, <laughs> honestly. Like I think time machines are really dangerous because you could go back and really fuck up history. I'm going to but, shows, bro. But if there was a time machine where you could just go to shows, yeah, I'm getting the cash. <laughs> I'm getting the cash advance. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna get a cash advance on my car, like in this century now. I'm gonna I'm gonna like time machine back to like nineteen seventy all through the seventies and eighties. I'm gonna see all the shows and like come back and be like a superstar. Thanks, Lars. But would you kill baby Hitler? I don't know. Would the world be different? <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. You, you've seen Deadpool, right? I'd probably beat the shit out of baby Hitler. Sure, why not? It's yeah. a fucking baby. It's a time machine. Sorry. Ooh, it's edgy. <laughs> Is it because it's a baby or because it's Hitler? Okay, let's Both. move on. Both. Both. 
Drill, Uriah Heep. Actually, shadow. Uriah Heep was a good band. Yeah. That could be a back shadowing, kind of going back All in right. time. Maybe we should put some music on now. Yeah, let's do that. Let I've heard start, enough of me. Let us start with the War Pigs and the Luke's Wall, by the way. Holy shit, that whole first freaking side. The first side is basically mostly mainstream. By the way, I did do a document for this. Y'all can check it out at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. Slash paranoid. Slash paranoid. Actually, I think Bill's teaching me something, y'all. Episodes slash... Balls. We're gonna test it after this, y'all. This is War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Praise them. Listen, that siren. Also, yes. Generals gathered in their masses, <laughs> just like witches at black masses. Sorry. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger. You're fucking dead inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, definitely metal. Oh, metal is fuck. Talk about can a, you imagine opening being a, song. Can you oh, imagine yeah. being a bell-bottom, flower-fucking-crown-wearing hippie in 1970, and this shit comes on? Oh, you're my just God, like, what oh, is he talking about? Uh-oh. He's talking about heavy-duty stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking uh, the mamas and the papas and <laughs> oh my god, all the flower power stuff's gonna die. Yeah. Where's all the fertilizer? I think people were. I think most people were kind of shocked. You know? I think they were waiting for this though, almost in a they way. They probably wanted like, it on some, some level. Yeah, some people. Well, you had wanted you it. had the late sixties from like sixty six through seventy that was you know the firepower and all the bullshit. But then they realized that it was all just bullshit. You know, they needed some realism. Well, you can't live in a vacuum. I mean, the world is not all rainbows and right. fucking unicorns. Right. There's shitty things that happen every fucking day, and nobody wants to talk about it. And them. these guys they did talked it about the it. right way. They yeah, it was it. beautiful. It was constructively, yeah, metallically. And they got shit on when, well, their first time, not this one, but the first time they got shit on. And then they became who's the joke the on fucking pi- Yeah, the pioneers for everything that is good. 
And now the Prince of Darkness reigns forever. This is Metal Bane. I love Metal Bane. <laughs> Metal Bane. He's got a lung problem. <laughs> the inhaler. <laughs> Hello, this is Vlad the inhaler. I can't breathe, but I want to suck your blood, please. So, this whole album has a certain vibe to it. It's oh just, yeah, I, I don't. I can't really. It's transitional. It. It's, it's it's like a cabin deep in the woods, and it's cloudy, and it's dark, and it's kind of foggy, and it's Dead like kind of thing. It's the seventies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the Evil Dead, but with not quite that creepy, but with edibles. Ah, that's what I think. <laughs> Would you say that's accurate, Bill? Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'm going to go with yes and listen, read those lyrics. Now in darkness, world stops turning. Ashes where the body's burning. I see 21 here. 20, 20. No more Young. war pigs of the power. Struck the hour. The day of judgment, the God is calling. On the knees, the war pigs crawling. They had no idea. They were changed. Begging mercies for the sin. Don't deny the power of Satan laughing, spreads his wings. Oh, Lord, All right now. But they had no idea they were changing history right there. They thought they were just another cog in the wheel. Right. You know, uh, they were just another uh, rock like, band. It's like when Slayer did Rain of Blood. It's like, it's just another 10 songs, man. Right. We're just going in to bang right. it out. Right. No clue that you're just about to change the fucking trajectory of rock and roll or heavy metal or whatever you want to call it. But that's it. a lot of responsibility to bear. Could you imagine? They it? didn't know, though. But if you it was knew, nothing to them. Think they just went it. in and recorded. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you knew in your mind, it's like, dude, we're about to change. Like if Metallica knew. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they went into the, <laughs> the Black Album. Right? Am I right? The Black Album. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh shit. Black Sabbath. <laughs> they had no idea what they were doing to music. They had no idea. They just went in the studio. They had eight songs or nine songs and they recorded. Oh, I'm so sorry. And the rest is like what the rest is what we took from it. Right. It wasn't what they put into it. They didn't yeah. fuck they, these are the songs we want to record. We're gonna record them. They went in did oh, it. Shit. Then all of a sudden. The fucking world change. Yeah. Sorry, I that's completely cool. <laughs> lost it's, my mind. It's very cool. It's cool when Sorry. you you don't know what you're doing. Well, like the there's been there's often that discussion like with the Beatles. Like everybody wonders like, well, did the Beatles know that they were changing the fucking universe with regard to music? No, no they were back just in the day, yeah. right? They were just like, fuck Enjoying it, man. It. We just like to jam. So yeah. here's our latest deal, and it's like, hey, fucking world changer. Oh shit. Same with that one. Now we get to do all the drugs and all the women? Fuck right. yeah, man. Yeah. Right on. Sorry, that Black Album reference. That's it. <laughs> just will not be funny to me. No, we'll, we'll probably. <laughs> 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 right, we can. I mean, go ahead and start Paranoid. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It was a throwaway song anyway, so. Which is crazy. Uh, it's an awesome song. It's a killer song. <laughs> 
but that. compared to the rest of the album, yeah, it's just a song. Yeah. This is their primal concrete sludge. Megadeth right? did it good. Oh yes, yes they did. Without depression, but very basic. Yeah, nothing special, just rock. But I mean, at the time, with yeah, the Who, yeah, like Yardbird, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy that riff. If you listen to it, there's like a, it's probably like a passing note in playing it. Like as Tony's playing it, it might yeah. just be the way he plays it. But it almost has like this weird passing note vibe to it, and it's almost kind it's of jazzy. It's, yeah, it's cool, but it's just like yeah. when you listen to it, you might even hear it here. It's like maybe it was an accident. Maybe it's just nah, fucking genius. You never know. Genius. You don't know. Yeah. I don't think. That, well, see, we didn't do that on the black album because what happened? Was <laughs> uh, you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> now it's the black album episode. It's gonna be an inside joke forever. It's gonna be awful. And now roll another bowl of your favorite laxer. Right. Planet Caravan. I personally believe Geezer makes this song. Oh, yeah. If you listen, Geezer fucking makes this song. With headphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My recording's fucked up here, so I guess. <laughs> And fade out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you own the album Paranoid, if you don't, fucking download it. But uh, buy it. Geezer, the bass player, fucking makes that song to me. Oh, yeah. Well, that song kind. Of, I mean, the bass kind of drives the whole thing. It drives sort of the ambience. The, the bass the is what makes the hairs on the arm stand up for oh, me. Yeah. I'm just like, it's all vibe. Shit. Yeah. It's really so cool. you get to roll another bowl of your favorite relaxer. Check out this heavy fucking song called Iron Man. Like that I, dude have you ever read house. those lyrics or the story of the song? It's kind of fucking terrifying. It's similar to a stick song. Um, Angry Young Man. Miss Robot. Oh. Similar story. Alright, Iron Man was this guy that got sucked into the future. And he saw uh, the destruction of humankind. But somehow, when he was sent back into his normal time, he was like a robot or a man made of iron. And he tries to warn everybody, but they won't listen to him. So he says, Fuck you, I'm killing you all. Oh, wow. <laughs> listen to the lyrics. It's, it's Hashtag read those lyrics. That's definitely heavy. It's, really, it's kind of a horror story. Is he life or death? I see Well, that last line, I don't think I remember that part. The very last word. There's some part of this game. 
hold on. That's part of the song coming up. Yeah, it's definitely got a heavy vibe to it. Yeah. Oh, would you like, would you like to go outside? <laughs> I'll take her. That or she's thinking, no, nah, man, I want to hear side two, bro. Fucking put on side two, man. Yeah, I was reading this, and maybe it was off, you know, tangentially cor- incorrect, but I was reading a, um, like, synopsis of Iron Man. And it told the story of this guy that was sucked into the future somehow. And he was shown what's going to happen to the world. Like, uh, basically, an apocalypse. Like a prophet. Yeah, vision. And then he was sent back as this iron, like, almost, like, robot creature or whatever. But as he's coming back to tell everybody how to fix it and make it better, he's, like, the Earth's core sucks him in because of his <laughs> iron makeup because of his hardness. it's a weird story but it, it kind of made sense when i was reading it it kind of went along it with the sucks song sucks him in because of his iron hardness so he tries to come wow. back tell everybody they're gonna die and yes. they all ignore he him. he tries to come back and tell them they're gonna die and they ignore him and then he's like y'all are all pieces of shit i'm gonna murder you all Yeah, and then he kills them all wow <laughs> yeah so basically like your typical sociopath yeah really or Bad stand-up comedian. is tempted attempts Both. to warn the public or ignore it and mock. See, I always thought it was like the superhero Iron Man. I thought, well, that's kind of fucked up, because that's not really what the superhero rich dude would do. No. Iron no. Man. That's no. like a, a different Iron Man. The Iron Man song didn't adopt the superhero so character. that was a different kind of But the of superhero Man. character adopted the song Iron Man. Oh. Right, yeah. 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 Which was kind of cool. That is fascinating. I find that completely fascinating. I think Russell's out of beverage. And now we move to side two. Check out our Deep Cuts episode. Talk about this one. Electric Funeral. bluesy band there's nothing bluesy about that song that song is straight up metal from the beginning riff to the end it's just like different it's creepy it's different than anything you've ever heard it is straight up about this song. <laughs> yeah, that is all evil all the time. Oh, it's scary. God damn, that's scary. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> you're a teenager in 1970. You're listening to that. It's fucking scary. That creeped me out it's as a glorious. teenager in 1988. Right. And it yes, is fucking exactly. glorious. That's, that's 
why I want a time machine. I just want to see people's expression the oh, first yeah. time they heard this I would shit. love to go back in time yeah. and see that and see what people say. Because we're jaded as fuck. I mean, we grew up on Slayer and, you know. We're 80s babies. Right. Gives a shit. That would have scared the fuck out of people oh, in yeah. I'm sure that blew people's minds back yeah. in the day. Oh, it's beautiful. Wait for it. Fucking century later, and still, that is creepy. still creepy. Shit. So, what do you guys think? I know we always talk about whenever we do a dive, we generally talk about the layout of the songs, uh, the order, you know, right? The, the order. order, yeah. The side one, side two. What do you guys think about? I don't know, man. One? I'm it's, not sure. It seems I'd change it. I almost think it's. Perfect. I would. Uh oh, I want to hear Russell's. <laughs> no, well, I want to hear it because looking at, I it, love the way out, and that's the way it was supposed to be, and that's the way it was. Right. But it, in 2020, Russ, what, what has would your what ideas. would your 2020 nomination be? All right, the first one, uh, first song would have been Iron Man. Just the beginning the of it. It's a good, it's a good opener. That would be that kind of that kind of, that kind of uh, running with the devil, weird beginning. Yeah, you know, I could see yeah. that. All right, uh, War so, Pigs would have been the second song. Okay. Um, Planet Caravan probably would have been song seven. That could have been a good leading off eight, side even. one going into side yeah. two. Though. Fairies Wear Boots would have been on side one. It probably would have been three or four. See, I might have put Planet Caravan as like like what you said, Russ. I would have probably done Iron Man would have been a good first one, and then War Pigs three, and maybe Paranoid, and then I might have put Planet Caravan as like the end of side one, right? And then side two, don't fuck with it. I would have gone, actually, side two, I would have gone from Rat Salad to Planet Caravan, but I would have taken Fairies Wear Boots and made it number three or four. Electric Funeral is in the right spot. Hand of Doom's in the right spot. Hmm. I think. Really? <laughs> Do we have an unpopular opinion? No, no, I, I don't. Would you leave it? One of my favorite songs on the album is Fairies Wear Boots. Yeah. So. Agreed. Same. I think that probably hits all three of us. I don't I know. Did, if it, I agree. I don't know if it needs to be at the end of the album or if it could be the beginning of side two, even. I, I, I'm thinking that would be a song killer. That'd be a killer side two starter. Yeah. The way, yeah. Like, like the way that it flows to me, exactly how it is right now, yeah. is not the best flow. I mean, I like it because it is what it it's is, what right? We got used yeah. to it, right? Yeah. But it doesn't, if you really sit down and think about it, does it really kind of flow? No. I could almost hear, like, you know what I mean? If, if you if, listen if, to the way Fairies Wear Boots ends, I could almost hear that going into, like, Planet Caravan. Yeah. But then something else to kind of finish it. Yeah. Like, something right after it. Because you could almost sort of hear, if you sequenced it with 
Fairies wear boots into Planet Caravan, and then maybe something like Electric Funeral. Right. I mean, we don't have to get into the weeds about it. I was just curious what you guys... No, that's always a good... The sequencing thing is always a question. What would be your personal sequencing favorites? Email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com. People don't like to email. They like to just, you know, text. text or, okay, right. well then y'all can check us shit out on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. See so what happened is we're on Facebook and like, you know, Instagram and... Okay. Lars and Jitis. Lars. What? There we go. And two. ASMR. See what happened to songs by heroin. Thanks, Lars. Lars and Jias. What you gonna do? Time's caught up with you. Now you wait your turn. You know there's no return. Like, this song sounds like a 70s song. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah, it's totally, yeah. It has a 70s kind of. Much more than the rest of them, too. Yeah, I agree with that. Like the darkness of it. the needle in. But that's some serious talking shit Oh, yeah, that's heavy duty. I'm just curious. So when you say the '70s vibe, like just kind of like the darkness factor, just sort oh, of the just the, whole, the sound. Yeah, the, the actual sound. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, I, get I that. agree. 100%. I can see it. The yeah. aesthetic yeah. kind of just, just sort like of sets that tone. This right here. Yes. That's the 70s all day. It's the best goddamn part ever. <laughs> Especially when Slayer does it. Come on. And when Sabbath does it, it's awesome. <laughs> Strong. Never ever gets old. No. And then next, that I think Rat Salad just kind of came about as like whenever they do shows, they just give Bill an opportunity to kind of fuck off and do his own thing. And right. Like, Go play some drums, Billy.
samba. to the song that one forgive me Try whoa Prosciutto. I'm like, that sounds fucking good right now. And the closer. Oh, the best. All right. I think it's the best song on this album. Probably one of their best. Fairies. Because yeah. song six minutes and 15 seconds, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, Tiddly. Well, love you. Love, love you, Matt Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Very clearly me. favorite Black Sabbath song ever. Maybe. So it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely in the top. There's just top so much six. good about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this song is amazing. The, song. the guitar is amazing. The vibe of this song, that whole 70s thing, this thing has a 70s vibe to me. Right. All the way. But, I thought he said troll. Troll. Fairies wear boots they, dancing with the dwarves. I think they got in, a, got in a little scuffle. The fairy and the boots and no, the troll. With, skinheads. With some skinheads. Uh, and so he has a bunch skinheads. of fairies with boots on. Uh, so they were fucking with us. That's so, what they're saying. Okay. But Ozzy's way sounds way cooler because it's like, oh shit, was he tripping balls on acid and he actually saw fairies from another dimension? Yes.
double solos too because they're always just a little different kind of stuff off yeah he always does it so well yeah, yeah. In case you're wondering, if you guys are keeping tabs. That's a beautiful thing. And also the outro is a beautiful intro oh, yeah. from the Beltles. Thank you. Oh, it is. Yeah. Good point. It just adds that extra creepiness factor. It's almost like you can see like the narrator like leaving the woods, seeing all this crazy supernatural shit. Like, you said what the that fuck before did and I, I didn't see? realize what you were talking about. And now, you hear it? Yeah. Now, that I'm now you got it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like, I've got it. He's figured it <laughs> out. There. Sucky is there. He's, he's figured it out. It's on point, isn't it, mate? Hey. Spot on. It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Every, brilliant. Everything's Oi. fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. It's, it's fucking brilliant. It. It's yeah, fucking, fucking brilliant. Oi. It's fucking brilliant, mate. All of it. Boys, I want to say thank you for doing a dive on Paranoids. It's one of my favorites. Favorites? Well, you know, I hang out enough with Geezer, and after a while I start to talk Geezer. like him, and it's like I just kind of go glide into the different words, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, my accent changes. It's like with Millie, you know, he came here from Germany and now he sounds like all New Yorkian and shit. It's like, fuck, you know, I came from the south side of the Bronx of England and now it's like, I sound like, you know, I sound like geezer. It's like I talk different. <laughs> a little bit like Rob Halford. I like it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're being really stupid. That was our album dive for Paranoid, Black Sabbath's number two album. We like it a lot. We do I like may it. not be a smart man, but I know what metal is. That's right. We do like it a lot. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for spreading the wordery about the metal nerdery. Yes. And for the Billium, the Russell, and for me, the Wheeler. Eat a dick, everybody. Yes. I mean, on behalf of all of us, <laughs> yeah. a giant pile of dicks. Yeah. And, and Have listen a great to the way. Black Album. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Bye, Woo! everybody. Sorry. Thank you for tuning in. Later. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs>